Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Unwinding. How are we doing? How's everybody's week going? I'm slightly unwell, if I'm being honest with you. I just got back from three days in Vegas, and a bitch is tired. Okay, this is an incredibly real time episode because I'm recording it and then I'm going to edit it and then I'm going to post it as soon as as soon as we wrap up here. Okay, it's Thursday, June 9th, 3.02 p.m. So, yes, I'm a little bit late because I like to have these. I usually have them scheduled for the morning. You guys know, but I really wanted to do a little vlog of my week like vlog my week in a podcast kind of thing you know so let's see how it goes I kind of outlined my week and honestly I was only gone for three days you know so I don't know why I keep saying week but it's like one of those trips where so much happens that you feel like a week was condensed into three days you know I can hear my neighbors coming in and out I'm sure they know my whole life at this point because you know they can probably hear me talking anyway um okay let's start with Monday I flew out to Vegas to shoot an upcoming collection that I'm doing for M Club with Manana. This is the first capsule collection I'm doing with somebody else, and I couldn't be more excited about it. We started talking about this in November of last year, okay? After I launched, we were talking about, I don't know, just future plans and goals, and I told her that I wanted to do, I wanted to implement like capsule collections with different people who I felt not only personally connected to but where it made sense you know I told her I'd love to do one with her and she was so down and ever since then we've just been working at it and curating the collection and picking out the pieces getting samples not loving something loving something else I would get a sample and ship to her like just going back and forth you know when to launch how to shoot the collection when to shoot the collection where to shoot the collection all the marketing materials like these are all things that we've been working on and we're still obviously working on yeah there's just so much that goes into these projects that I think aren't as visible to the exterior you know because often you guys just see the final result of something right anyway I'm rambling now but one of the hardest things for us was finding a moment in both of our schedules where I would be able to go to Vegas and shoot this and we finally made it happen this week and it was absolutely incredible the only thing i will fucking say is it is so hot there and i know miami's hot as well but it's a different kind of hot it's like a weird i don't know how to explain it like yes here i I walk out and it's hot as fuck too but it's a different kind of heat okay that's all i'm gonna say anyway i think this collection is so beautiful and it's so special because it has Manana's touch, obviously, but all the pieces are things that I'd also wear and bring to my brand anyway, you know? It's authentic to both of us, which was my main priority. And I also just love her. I adore her. She's somebody I met on IG. You guys know that if you've been here for a little bit. And 
you know, we've done our weekending course together, which was our social media course that we did twice and we loved it. She's been to Miami to visit me twice and we've just formed this really special friendship that I love and value because she is an incredibly special human with such a good heart. And when you find people like that, or at least when I come up, come across people like this, I really try to hold on to them because I think as I get older, I'm so much more aware of the qualities in especially my friendships that I want and that I value and that I, to a certain extent, expect. And she's just someone who, like I said, I adore and I feel really protective over her because I think it's because I am a bit older and I honestly don't feel our age gap. We always talk about it, how I forget how young she is. And I don't feel it whatsoever because, I mean, I think she's just so fucking mature. And I, I, I also just think the age and maturity thing aren't as tied as sometimes we think, you know? I've always been someone actually, actually ever since like high school, I've always had friends of varying ages and it's just never meant much to me or mattered. I do think it matters to me personally in dating, but that's a whole other, that's a whole other subject. So what was I saying? Oh yeah. So I just feel like protective of her and I just think she's, I mean, I just think she's such a smart, thoughtful, beautiful human inside and out. Obviously, obviously she's fucking stunning, but just also such a beautiful person. So So yeah, this collection is special to me because of so many reasons and I can't wait to share it with you guys and I just really know that, well, I really hope that you guys love it as much as we do, but I I definitely feel an overwhelming sense of appreciation right now that this is even something I get to do, you know, so so that's why I was in Vegas. So I outlined a bit like what went down in the three days I was there and what I want to talk about or things that stood out to me. So Monday, I'm flying out early in the morning and I was a bit anxious just because I feel like I'm off my traveling groove. I feel like there was a season in my, in my life or I've had lots of different seasons in my life where I'm just like very nonstop going here, going there and loving it. And I haven't been doing that lately. My routines get so sticky to me and I like to stay in my bubble, in my comfortable bubble. And even if I'm going somewhere so fun to do something so fun, I still just get so nervous or I did this trip. So I'm sitting at my seat and in front of me, there's the sweetest older couple approaching. They're approaching their seats in the, in the row in front of me. And they were probably, I don't know, I don't want to age them, but I I'm going to say they were in their 80s, okay? So I guess their seats had been mistakenly taken by another couple. So the man says, oh, I think these are our seats. And the couple sitting down is like, oh, no, like, we're so sorry. Let us just grab our things because, you know, they had really gotten. Nobody has told me if gotten is a real word. I don't know. Please confirm or deny. Thank you so much. They really like installed themselves in there. You know, they made themselves at home. So they're they're getting up and they're super apologetic because everybody's boarding. They're holding up the line. You know, they're making my precious senior citizens have to wait a little bit. And I don't know why I remembered this. It was just so sweet and like such a pure moment. And the older man looked up at the couple and he was like, you're fine. Like, if this is the worst thing that happens to us, we'll be okay. We're so lucky. 
And I was just sitting there, like, about to bawl my brains out. I was like, oh, my God, we don't deserve people like this. Like, so sweet. And he was just so nice. And it made me feel better. Like, I was so anxious. And I was like, oh, my God. Anyway, I'm already sitting there. Like, my eyes are watering. And the older woman sits down. And she looks over at her husband. I'm assuming, you know, I'm assuming they were married. and, And she was like, oh, my God, these seats are so comfortable. I love these seats. And, and her husband looks at her and he was like, I know, I know you like these. That's why I got them. I was just sitting back there like I was bawling. I mean, I didn't, but I was about to. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know why that stood out to me, but how precious. Like everybody's always in a rush and everybody's always so quick to get upset and quick to like, you know, I don't know. And it just, I loved his reaction and it made me feel a lot better in that moment. So I'm just, I'm in love with them and I hope they're doing well. You know, I'll think about them forever. So, okay, I got to Vegas. I got some work done. I was staying at the most beautiful hotel called Virgin Hotels. Everything was so beautiful in there. The rooms, the service, the property, the hotel itself, the food, the restaurants, like everything. And the best part about it for me was the incredibly kind team that I worked with because I did a collaboration with them and it's just such a pleasure to work with people that are just so kind. It makes everything better, you know? So I got ready really quick because we had part one of our shoot in the desert. It was so cool. It was so beautiful. We went on like golden hour and I mean, Manana looked absolutely fucking incredible and it was just, it was so fun. It was so, so, so fun. I want to talk about new city energy or like vacation energy because to me this is so real and I've been thinking about it I was thinking about it on the flight back home yesterday the confidence the carelessness appropriately like the appropriate amount of carelessness that you feel or that I do when I'm in a new city or on vacation I wish I could bottle up that feeling and sell it in a jar because it's this feeling of you just don't give a fuck what anybody is thinking about you because you've kind of reminded yourself like who cares i don't live here i have nothing to lose so to speak you know so we're almost like i don't know i don't want to say we're like who we want to be but it's this mixture of adrenaline and excitement and confidence and a complete lack of hesitation it's like this like a feeling of freedom i've found i felt it again this trip And I remember, it made me remember a time when I was having a conversation with Steph, my therapist, and this was during the peak of COVID, so 2020, it was the first trip I went on in that whole year. It was in December of that year, I went to Atlanta to visit one of my best friends, and I was, I mean, also, we were all inside and not traveling and not doing anything so obviously I was just like off the fucking rails on that trip but I was also I felt so free like I felt so free I felt so confident I felt unstoppable to be honest with you like a fucking tornado landed in in Atlanta and it was me I had so much fun that trip and I remember telling Steph like I want to feel that way all the time like I want Atlanta Lisa to just be like everyday Lisa and I think it's okay to tap into that feeling of freedom and carelessness on vacation because that's also what makes a trip special right that's what makes a vacation special is that you feel different and you're doing different things and you're away from your perhaps mundane existence of routines and of what you know so I love that I love that and 
I, I like want to channel more of that energy and I want to always remind myself to try to channel more of that energy in my daily life. I don't know if I'm necessarily a better version of myself in a new city or on vacation, but I definitely feel freer. You know, I feel like I forget that judgment exists and I would love to live in a world like that always, you know? So I don't know. I think breaking our routine is so beneficial to our daily life because I think it's a way we create momentum, which I know I'm working on that episode all about momentum. I'm working on that bad boy, okay? But it's like being in a new city, it's like kind of like, and I don't mean new city as in you've never been there because I've been to Vegas before. I've been there a few times and I've left my dignity in that city a few fucking times. But um, I mean, it's like just going somewhere where you don't frequent or that you just don't live, or maybe it is going to a completely new city for the first time. It's like dating somebody new, right? It's like a shiny new toy. Everything looks better. You know that feeling where like you go to a new city and you're like, oh my God, I want to live here. I want to move here. You want to move everywhere you go because it just looks so amazing. But then it becomes habitual and potentially loses its spark, right? Once you see it over and over. Obviously, that it happens to all of us with everything. I'm going off on tangents now, but I've been realizing that when I create the most momentum in my life, I'm cementing a mixture of self-indulgence and purpose in my life. And this trip was literally both those things combined. Because I indulge in things, like I was eating delicious food, I was staying in a beautiful hotel, I was having some drinks, etc. And then I was also fueling my purpose because I was there with a beautiful friend that I love and doing something that is so special to me, you know, working on my brand or my brands, you know? So as much as new new city energy is so real, vacation energy, I think that's the trick for me. I think it's when it's a bit of self-indulgence a little playtime, okay, mixed with intention and purpose. And I think to me that's that's a recipe for just enjoyment in general. And that is something I can and do implement where I live and in my routine. You know, and like we talked about in the last episode, it's it's this it's tied to like that that feeling of autopilot, right? Of being on autopilot, which like I said is good sometimes necessary and sometimes I think it's purely a surviving mechanism right but I guess just to wrap this little this little segment up it's just making sure we sprinkle those moments of indulgence and we channel that vacation carelessness sometimes in our in our everyday life I think that's so important and I think that's what makes life fun right and I told you guys at the beginning of this year all I want to do is have fun. If I'm not having fun, I don't want to be there, you know? Something I always struggle with, I mean, pretty much on a daily basis, but especially when I'm not in my typical environment, is food. And this really comes up in trips. And um, I don't want to talk about this for too long because I feel like I always talk about this, but I just wanted to mention it because I think it's something very real. And this trip, I really tried to let myself look at a menu and actually choose what I wanted and not what I thought I had to do because it was a Monday and a Tuesday and I would never do that in Miami on a Monday or a Tuesday, right? Like I would never choose that if I were home on a Monday night because I wouldn't be out, you know, having dinner typically. I feel like Monday to Thursday, like you're just, you're just not going to see me. I'm working all fucking day <laughs> and then Thursday to Saturday is a whole different thing, right? But my point here is this trip, I was really cognizant of that. And I was like, I want to 
I want to let myself pick instead of being a sergeant. And again, I think there are moments for both things. I'm not saying one is right and one is wrong. But as somebody who's struggled with this for so long, and as somebody who has neglected what she actually wanted because she thought she couldn't and she was going to be in trouble if she did, this is huge for me. These are moments when I have to, this is like the work, right? Like these are things I've explored and verbalized in therapy. But this is when it matters because this is like, it's, it's like you're in the arena, right? It's like you're there and that's where you apply the things you've learned. So I just reminded myself like, you're going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. I want you to choose what you want. And I, I really have to have conversations with myself and use the tools that I have put in my therapy eating disorder toolbox. I have to go back to that. And I did. And it does feel uncomfortable to me sometimes. It does. I feel guilt and I feel shame and I hate that. And it's something I always work on because I've said this before, like I don't want, I don't want moments of fun, right? Whether that's food, whether it's drinking, whether it's whatever. I don't want moments that are supposed to be fun and special to be tied to guilt and shame in my life. I don't want that. It's hard for me. And it's something, like I said, I always have to work on. And when I was in Vegas, I went back to something Natalie said in um, the episode that we did together. I think it's 101. I'll link it in this episode. If you haven't heard that episode, it's one of my favorite fucking conversations. And she's someone that I, I mean, I haven't met her in real life, but I feel like I know her. And we just, we instantly clicked, you know, when you have those people, like we instantly connected because we're just... I don't know, lots of parallels and I love just her energy and everything she says and the way that she acts. I just, I love it. It's, it's very magnetic. I love it. And in that episode, she said, I asked her if she ever dealt with feelings of shame and guilt surrounding food and if she did, what she did towards it or what she did to better it. And she said, she always goes back to this one thing that she tells herself and she says to herself, that she is the one who decides what is nourishing to her in a given moment. And sometimes what nur- what is nourishing to you is a bomb fucking Mexican dinner, you know, ordering every appetizer off the menu and having three Moscow meals on the side. Like sometimes that's what's going to be nourishing to you. And so I loved how she phrased that. And so I kept telling myself that in the moment. So Thank you to my beautiful Queen Natalie because that's something that's something that really stuck with me, you know, and I carry it all the time. So Tuesday, we woke up um, early and we had a full day of shooting. So we went back to the desert in the morning because we wanted to get a, a different outfit for Manana. And I also took some cute little pics as well. That's what I want to talk about, though, is body image and taking photos because this is so fucking real and I it's something else that bothers me and that I don't love. And it's something that I struggle with, especially in this career I suppose even though that's not what I do like I've, I've mentioned that before how my purpose in life and online is not to take photos of myself um, it's not what I enjoy it's not what I want to do do I do it yes do I love to take a selfie or two absolutely absolutely but do I dread taking photos out in the wild Yes, I hate it. I don't like it at all. And I think it's for a few reasons, but mainly it's, it's, I think it's just tied to, again, 
struggles that I've had in the past about this and being really cruel to myself and picking apart every single thing that I don't like about myself. And I feel as though taking photos is just, it's basically me providing myself with content to drive myself crazy and to nitpick and to be mean. And I don't want that. But I also don't, I don't want to be scared of taking pictures because I'm too scared of what I'll say about myself. And that's how I feel often. I work on this all the time as well. I've been working on this for fucking years. And we are miles away from where we once were. Okay, so like love that for me. But I, but it's still real. And so I was really nervous to take pictures. And I, I was like, no, no, I'm not going to do, you know, I'm not going to shoot anything. Like I am not. And then I was like, why not, bitch? Like I want to. Look at this beautiful place I'm in. Um, I'm in a the fucking desert and it's so cool and it's so pretty and I'm with somebody who understands like we have a similar like we're both creative we both work in something creative and she gets it so I had to like have a little conversation with myself and be like can you stop like can you stop being a bitch like I was like kindergartening myself and I was like if you have nothing to say if you have if you have nothing nice to say don't say it so yeah I wanted to include this in here because I don't know if that's something that you guys can pick up from me like if, if, if you can like sense that, um, but it's a very real struggle and I, and just how I implore you to face your days with personal kindness and acceptance, I have to do the same for myself all the time. So that was Tuesday. We had a beautiful, successful day of shooting. We shot in the desert and then we went to, what did we do? We grabbed a quick lunch and then Manana rented this studio, this really cute studio in Vegas, and um, we had it for two hours. So we did a lot of like product shots, more detailed shots. And then we both just took advantage of the time there and shot some um, campaigns and stuff. So that was really nice. And then I went to her bakery. She has a family bakery in Vegas. So beautiful. I got to meet her mom and I got a box of fucking everything in there and I'm not leaving Vegas if I don't get to stop by the bakery thank you so much so then honestly the, the day just flew um I got back to my hotel I got ready for dinner and we had the best Mexican food I've had in a very long time oh my god it was amazing it was so good and then that was kind of like our farewell dinner and it was so nice to end it end it that way and then I hung out with a friend let's just call him a friend and he is (laughs) a friend I've had for a very long time okay since middle school basically yeah middle school and yeah I had a really fun night and I think the only thing I wanted to say about this was I think it's so crazy how you can have those people in your life that just like no matter how much time passes, you just feel safe, you know, like time goes on and time goes on and you haven't seen them in so long, but then you see them and it's like, oh, no time has gone on. It's like a feeling of effortlessness. Like I was trying to think yesterday on the plane, I was like, why do I feel so comfortable with this person? You know, like what are the qualities there that make me feel so safe and that make me feel so comfortable? And honestly, I think... We all, well, I don't know, actually, I would love to know. Can you guys tell me, like, DM me and tell me, like, do you have certain people in your life? And it doesn't have to be in a a romantic way or whatever, just even friends. Like, I think it's so real with friendships as well, where you just have these people that you just feel, it's like a magnet. You know, it's like you just feel like 
very um very safe with them and you don't it doesn't matter if you don't see each other for a while because when you do it feels like you saw them yesterday like I think that's so cool that we have those people and I would love to know if you guys have those people and and yeah it's 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 a cool thing it's a cool thing so that was Tuesday Wednesday I was so hungover so hungover (laughs) not fun whatsoever and yeah honestly I just woke up got ready went to the airport and my flight was on time we landed on time and then we landed and as soon as we landed there was a thunderstorm so we landed and I was like oh my god thank god we like landed safely and we got to land because obviously you know when there's a thunderstorm typically I don't know I'm not a pilot but I feel like they can't like planes can't fly or like they won't land I don't know but we did but the thing is as soon as we landed because of the thunderstorm they fucking froze the airport essentially and nobody was getting in or out but that also meant planes weren't able to like go to their gate and connect the little thingy you know that little thing that they connect and then you get out of the plane you walk through that tunnel thing what is that called i don't know but they weren't able to do that because of the lightning and so we were there for an hour and then i guess the planes were so backed up right because nobody was getting out nobody was getting in there was like 30 planes in front of us let me just tell you we were on that plane for two and a half hours more than we already were just sitting there literally just sitting there waiting and at this point it stopped raining too i'm like god damn it oh my god so i got home so late but it's okay um as i was getting off the plane actually i was standing up i was so fucking annoyed i was just hangry and i was just ready to go to bed you know and i just heard somebody in the background saying She looked over and she was like, everything happens for a reason. And uh, again, me eavesdropping everybody apparently. And I was like, oh, you're right. You're so right. Everything happens for a reason. I don't know what the reason was, but something, you know, something. So that's it. And now we're here and we're back. And that's my little vlog of Vegas. And I guess the last thing I want to say is something I held on to from a conversation I had with Manana. And she was like, you should be really proud of yourself. And I was like, I know you're right, but sometimes I feel like I can't be proud of myself yet because I'm just like building. I'm just building things. I'm not really, not that I'm not achieving things. That sounds awful and it's not true. But I told her, I was like, I I almost sometimes feel like there's no space for me to be proud just because there's so much more. Like, I feel like I haven't even started. And so she was like, yeah, but you're still allowed to be proud, right? And it just made me, think for a second because that's not I would never preach that to you guys I would never tell you like oh you're not allowed to be proud of yourself until x y or z never absolutely ever but sometimes I get into these mindsets right and so all this to say I think trying and building on things deserves equal recognition and appreciation if not more than actually achieving because how would you accomplish something without putting it on putting in all the work the work is really the hard part right like the end point or the actual achievement of something is obviously amazing but that's a quick moment a quick moment of bliss maybe and you know you checked it off the box or whatever it is but what happens before then is that's like the growth that's that's made up of uncomfortable moments the ups the downs the lessons i think that's the real magic right off topic slightly but i was listening to 
Matthew Hussey, who I love, on The Diary of a CEO, which is an incredible podcast. Can't stop listening to it. And he was talking about hardships and how there was a study. I wish I knew all the details, so don't quote me. But the, the important part of this was there was a study done and people were asked if they could go back and eliminate the hardest thing they've ever been through, would they? Like they get to go back, delete that moment, and then come back to where they are present day. And I think it was like 98% of people said no. They would never delete the hardest thing they've ever been through because then they'd lose all the lessons. They'd lose the self-awareness that came from said hardships and struggles. They'd lose the grit that you sometimes have to obtain to navigate tough fucking moments, you know? So my point here is the journey... And please, for the love of God, somebody come up with a better word than journey, please. But the journey is what matters, right? That's what matters. That's really where the magic is. So take a moment today and recognize where you're at and what you've been doing and your effort. Your effort matters. Baby steps matter. Imperfect steps matter so much because that's where we learn and that's where we grow. And that's where I think... There's so much awareness that comes from growth. And then from awareness comes a lot of healing as well. You know, so anyway, what the fuck did I even just say? (laughs) You guys get it, right? You know what I mean. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Tell me what you think. And um, yeah, I'll see you next week. We'll have a guest on next week. But let me know your thoughts. Let me know what resonated. Let me know what you needed. And I will talk to you guys next week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply